The reading this morning is taken from 1 John chapter 4, and I'm reading verse from verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Good, thank you very much. So, I wonder how you're feeling as you enter into 2022. Are you feeling excited? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling indifferent? Any or all of those emotions, I think, would be entirely understandable. We've lived through two very challenging years of life, and uh, there are still quite a lot of uncertainties, aren't there, as we come into this particular year. So we have a series of sermons through the first half of this year, which is called Discover Jesus and Encounter Church. We're going to come into this really next week rather than this week, but I'm very excited by all that we're going to plan to open up in the next few months. Our aim is to get to the heart of who Jesus is and what difference he makes and to really connect with each other and encounter true church as we continue to live with uncertainty in some ways, especially regarding COVID and its implications. Uh, and uh, even now, I'm very conscious that so many people's Christmas plans have been disrupted again. Uh, we're all testing manly, aren't we, to make sure that we're not positive. Uh, it's a different kind of way of thinking and living. But uh, this must not dominate our lives. We need to focus and get excited about Jesus, that he is the best news of all. We need to grasp the significance of belonging to one another in the church and what that is really all about. And for some of us, this could be a first-time discovery because there'll be things that are opening up that are completely new to you, but there will be others for whom it is very much a rediscovery, both of Jesus and of church, and maybe a reaffirming, a re, uh, re-engaging, where confidence has been shaken, where faith has been shaken. These last two years have shaken the world in a way, many ways, and for some that has meant a shaking of faith, and we want to reaffirm those things that are fundamentally important to us. And the verse that we're taking as a text for this year doesn't say anything about Jesus nor about church, so you might wonder how it is in any way connected to the series that's unfolding. But it actually brings us to the heart of both. And it is these words in 1 John 4 and verse 12. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one one another, another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. And so on the screens and on your screen at home, you have got this 
text card for the year. And uh, do, whenever you're back in the building, make sure that you can uh, co collect one of these so you can put it up in a prominent, in a prominent place. place in your home and uh, take some spares if there are other ways that you can use them. This verse comes from the first letter of John, possibly written by the author of John's Gospel. A letter with a God-centered focus, a letter that speaks particularly of God as light, of life, and of love. A letter which in many ways could be considered a commentary on the opening paragraph of John's Gospel that talks about Jesus as the Word of God that became flesh and lived among us and we saw the light and we saw his love and in him was life and so on. And those great themes of the prologue of John's Gospel are expanded in the first letter of John. God himself is invisible but has become visible through Jesus Christ. That's the message of Christmas. We've just been celebrating the incarnation. God become man. God becoming visible through Jesus Christ. And when we believe in Jesus, God comes to dwell in us and the life of Jesus is expressed through us. And this verse tells us in particular that when we love one another, that life of Jesus is powerfully shown. And that this is a true church, a community of people who are living out the life of Jesus Christ. And that's why in this next six months, we need to look both at Jesus and at church and how they are so closely intertwined. We live out the life of Jesus in the company of other people as a community of love that brings to completion what God has already shown to us and done through us in Jesus Christ. Now, that may just sound a little bit substantial in the way of theology for the second day of a new year when we're in the middle of a bank holiday weekend. So I need to lighten it up a bit. But nevertheless, to hear that this is a spiritual challenge with uh, four strands to it. And so I got a bit of electrical cable and messed around with it a bit, changed one of the colors. Um, so apologies to the electricians for that. But uh, we've got four different colored wires here. We've got a brown one, a blue one, a, ye a yellow one, and a red one. And, and the idea is that each of those wires represents one of the phrases in our text for the year. And so as I just expand on 1 John 4 and verse 12, just use the words of our text phrase by phrase. We'll take one section of this wire at a time. And first of all, no one has ever seen God. That's why faith doesn't come naturally to everyone. Because people will say, where is your God? Some people say God is revealed in creation, and of course that's very true. Others will say God is revealed in the Bible, and of course that's very true as well. If we look back to earlier verses in this passage, the paragraph that Francis read to us, we find that God has been revealed supremely in Jesus Christ. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So the essence of love is nothing about what we do, but it's primarily about who God is, that God is love. But because he himself is not visible, he has made that love visible 
in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. And he sent his only son into the world that we might live through him. And in particular, John's letter refers to the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross to make atonement for us, to bring us at one with God through what Christ has done. This is love, verse 10. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. He sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. What we could never do, God has done through Jesus Christ in bringing forgiveness, in bringing cleansing, in bringing new life and new hope. This God who is indeed beyond our human eyes has made himself visible in Jesus and demonstrated his love powerfully and wonderfully in the gift of Jesus Christ. So our first strand and our first phrase for this morning is that no one has ever seen God. We acknowledge that he is not visible, but we also recognize how he has made himself known. But then our text goes on to say, if we love one another, so I'll bring up the blue cable, if we love one another. And from the whole of Scripture, we know that we have to respond to God in a number of different ways. We have to say sorry for the wrong things that we've done. We have to believe in Jesus. We have to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But here our response is particularly that we have to love one another. And love in this context is not an emotion that I feel particularly loving towards someone else, but it is an action. I will love someone. Many of you know that there are different words in the New Testament for love. And that the word used here is agape. And that agape love is that unconditional, generous, self-giving that is seeking the best of the other without expecting anything in return. Especially important for us as a church community moving into a new year. Because there's no doubt, is there, that over the last couple of years we've become rather fragmented. Yes, it's wonderful that we're able to uh, live stream our services in such an effective way. And there are so many people this morning who are joining with us online. Uh, my phone says 42 devices. I know two or three of those are here in the building, so uh, probably just slightly less than that, tuning in in various places across the country and maybe in other countries as well this morning, as has happened from time to time. And so our community is much bigger than the physical congregation of those of us who are here in the building this morning. But nevertheless, there is still sometimes that sense of being fragmented. And so we need to find those effective ways of building a strong sense of togetherness, of belonging to one family of God's people. And we can all get involved in this. And this is what our text is saying that it is our love for one another, our connection with one another, our communication with one another, our active, outgoing support of one another, which will build that sense of community. You may not see it physically every Sunday morning in one place at one time, as perhaps we used to do. But in this new way of life, our community of love is built 
in a deeper and a very powerful manner as we all get involved. So you need to take active steps, and so do I, to offer support and encouragement, friendship, and to help someone else in the church community, and then the interlinking of that network will cause a strengthening and a growth. I myself have been on the receiving end of that in the last few days. Francis and I have shared in a time of sadness in the last little while, and some of you will know that my brother died earlier this week. It was a death that was not totally unexpected, but was nevertheless a very sad moment for us. And I've been grateful for the comments on Facebook, the messages on WhatsApp, the cards through the door, the expressions of care that have come from yourselves in the Christian community. I think that the support which often means the most to me is actually when someone expresses care in ordinary times as well as in special times. When things seem to be jogging along as normal, but nevertheless, something is done that says, you're not forgotten, you're remembered, you're cared for. And this is what needs to happen right across the whole Christian community. This is the loving one another. So who is it that you could reach out to today? Who is it that you've not seen lately within the congregation and the gathering of people here at Shirley Baptist Church, whether it's on Sunday worship or at other occasions during the week or other times when you have known and met with people. Who would appreciate a message, a phone call, a text, a card, a gift of flowers, a meal or whatever you would like to do? Love needs action. Agape love is not a feeling, it's an action. So it needs you and I to do something in order to build that community. It needs to be tangible in order to be real. So no one has seen God, but if we love one another, the third strand, and I'll use the yellow cable for that, is that God lives in us. God lives in us. So here is the weaving together of the human and the divine. This God who loves us so much, who commands us to love one another, when that dynamic is working properly, then the presence of God is truly known in the community of faith. What is it that makes church so special? It's not primarily our program, nor our personalities, nor our service in the local community, nor our words of encouragement. It is God himself living among us. The God who is invisible becomes visible not just in Christ himself, but in the community of the church when we truly love one another. The word became flesh and lived among us. Jesus came into close proximity and shared our human life to the full. So much of the last two years has been about social distancing. But we need to be careful, of course, in physical proximity. We don't really want to spread COVID all over the place. But there are many other ways in which we can move towards others in love, in action, in expressing care, in staying close and coming close 
to those who perhaps are feeling a little bit on the edge of things at this moment in time. And in those actions, God is made visible in his community of the church. And then the final strand is that God's love is made complete in us. That's a very powerful phrase, that last one. This is where the whole message moves up a gear. That somehow God's love is incomplete without our love for one another. That you cannot just sit in isolation, believe in Jesus, receive the love of God, and do nothing about it. Because God's love is incomplete in that situation. Not that he doesn't love you. But that the love that he has for you is not brought to expression in the way that it should. Don't misunderstand me. God's love is unconditional. It is exceptional and it is overflowing all the time. And yet in these words we're brought to see that God's love only comes to completion when we love one another. There is a variant translation of these same words. God's love is made complete in us, or God's love is perfected in us. For all the wonder, the power, the amazement of God's love from the beginning of time, right through to eternity. That great love is only brought to completion or perfection through our love. That's the fourth strand, the red one. I find that immensely challenging. That what you and I do as part of Shirley Baptist Church in 2022 has the potential to bring to perfection the love that God has for us. And creating a true community of faith is not just down to God and what he has done for us in Jesus Christ. It's down to us as well. And the opposite has to be true. That if we fail to love one another, then the demonstration of God's love in this place is deeply damaged. Not that God stops loving us, but his love is not brought to completion. So this love of God originates within God himself. It's made visible especially in the person of Jesus. It's now brought to perfection when it is reproduced and reflected and put into action among us in the Christian community. The beginning of this verse is actually the same words as the beginning of John's gospel. John 1 in verse 18, no one has ever seen God. In the gospel of John, the message is that Jesus has made the Father known to us. Here in the first letter of John, the message takes us one step further. Jesus has indeed made the Father known to us, but his love is brought to completion in our love for one another. So this is a challenging message to start the year. And returning to the cable, these four wires all converge into one 
outer cable. They're bound together as one. We could reinforce the point by twisting the four wires which are visible. Because there is a powerful weaving together of the human and the divine in what we're thinking about this morning and in our text for this year. We're weaving together who God is and how he loves us with what we are called to do and how we love one another. And they're not two separate things. They're bound together. And when both operate well, his love is brought to completion in us. So we need to find new ways of building a strong and faith-filled, vibrant, outward-looking Christian community whose love for one another brings to completion the love that God has for us, so wonderfully demonstrated in Jesus. So this morning, don't wait for someone else to come to you. You make the first move. Find ways of showing that practical love and care to someone else. Be the first one to help build this community of love that completes the love that God has already shown to us, the human and the divine woven together. And remarkably, you will find that as you give and as you love, so you will receive and you will be loved and the community will grow. Whether you're hearing this in the building this morning, whether you're hearing this at home, you're all part of the one community of God's people here. Allow him to speak to you now and turn these words into actions and start the year building a community of love which reflects and completes that amazing love which God the Father has for us all. Let's join in prayer. Let us pray. Father God, thank you that Scripture constantly speaks to us in new and fresh ways. And thank you for this particular text that we have highlighted for this year. And as we hear from you now, we pray, Lord, that you will enable us to fulfill what you're calling us to be, to be open and active in our love and care for those who are around us, especially for those who perhaps we haven't had much contact with in recent times. May we respond to the prompting of your Holy Spirit so that the human actions and the divine inspiration are woven together as one. And may you build a community of faith and of love in which your love is brought to a wonderful completion. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.